Mr. Frotto? What, Sam? What's the answer to this question? Oh, Sam, I can't help you. What, what is it a transit neek anyway? It, it's nothing unnatural, is it? Shh. Gentlemen, might I remind you that there be no cheating on this final exam. Or you shall not pass! Good morning, students. Welcome to school. Remember, the thought of the day is... I've been searching for more of our kind. Well, lucky we found you first. I've been quested to deliver this child. I was hoping that... Welcome Ecology 101, the study of the nerd and geek in their natural habitat. I'm Gary. This is Rudy. And we are the Knights who say... Neek! Neek! All right, hey, don't forget to check out the end of our episode. We started dropping our commercials back there for... We're... Um, we uh, by the hand editing and chronicity. It's kind of like end credits. Just, yeah. just sit and stay for the end credits. You betcha. Say Marvel does it. We'll give it a shot too. So there you go. Well, welcome to our episode on and it's been coming. What is it, Rudy? Mandalorian. Ah, Mandalorian season two, man. That's awesome. I know. We're, I know we're kind of late in the game and on on this whole thing, but you know, with Blame all COVID. Co- COVID and and trying to get you know everybody in. Can play and, the next ten years on. Oh COVID. yeah. <laughs> I'm rather behind. Exactly. <laughs> I know. Hey, but you know what, though? Uh, with not everybody catching it at the same time, maybe we're picking up people who just saw it, right? Yeah, and so. and I think it, it kind of gained some more traction with the whole um, uh, the the lady that played uh, uh, Cara Dune. Oh, right. Yes, I know. And you know what? Uh, w- with all that being said, it's like uh, people have their opinions, and I know it's tough, but... Uh, I don't know. It's hard. Disney. I don't it, know. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, Disney is kind of a, a a finicky company, and rightfully so, because you know it deals a lot with the you know children as the audience. And, sure, sure. And uh, now that you know Disney has this you know whole umbrella of yeah. um, other libraries and content. True. You know, they kind of have to um, being super sensitive. Well, just yeah, just be aware of of who's listening. Right. You know, and, and yeah. when they had Hulu, they were going to put, you know, some of that stronger content on Hulu uh, and, and, you know, right. it's, sure. it's just like anything else, you know, when, you know, when, you know, you're, you're working for somebody, you just got to watch with what you say. Next wing. One next wing. Great. Incoming craft. Identify your- no, that's we it. have freedom of speech, but we don't have freedom of speech at the same time. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? At least we don't live in the world of the empire. We have no free speech, and yeah. you gotta do stuff like these guys do. Yeah, and <laughs> so. and you know, you know, just me personally, I'm not, I'm not for this whole, you know, cancel culture stuff, and no. and uh, you know, I just, uh, you know, just kind of reminding everybody that when when someone makes a mistake, you know, they, you know, it it is a mistake. Uh, it does it does hurt people, but yep. then at the same time, you know, there is a um a forgiveness you know part of sure. of, of what yep. we uh should embrace in right. life as we well all say too. things we wish we would not have said yeah and then you go because <gasps> you can't take it back online right? yeah and, and yeah and it just really it 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 hurts when you know someone who is uh you know or, or anybody in the industry that's worked so hard to achieve yeah. the dream of of you know making mm-hmm. you know a star wars you know show or sure or any type of movie or music yeah. or anything like this, and then you kind of you know make a um, make a mistake, and it was a mistake. It shouldn't have been said, right. but you it's, know, strip, stripping somebody's dream is right. uh, is is not a, a good way to deal with it. I know, and you know what? Hopefully, lesson learned for everyone coming after too. And you know, um, I don't know. You know, just um, watching what we say and how it said how it said. Like I think my mom always said, you can always say something if you say it right. You just got to know who you can say it to and how you can say it. Just say it right the first time. Right. Well, <laughs> and learn for the second time, right? So. Yeah. And on that note, we'll bring it back to Mandalorian. Is, so, hey, we are back in. This is this is a uh, very interesting season. This is like having a great uh, second bo- uh, movie in a trilogy, right, with this whole second season for Mandalorian. Yeah. You know, and, and, and uh, um, Dave Filoni and John Favreau have done a really good job yeah. of kind of tapping into the core of what made Star Wars so lovable and endearing. Right. And we kind of, you know, even though it was, um, you know, the prequels were created by George Lucas, mm-hmm. you know, I think, uh, 
you know, there are some things that, you know, there, there is a sense of being close to being too close to the project. Mm -hmm. And I think, uh, you know, that kind of short sighted, you know, George's prequel, which, you know, still has, you know, a lot of, uh, good aspects to it. Um, I think it just got, um, you know, way too, way too digital, way too, Uh. you know, trying to take advantage advantage of you know all these new advances in technology sure, but sure. there's a balance in there yeah there, yeah there's a balance and i think mandalorian did that really well with you know real time sets but at yes. the same time embracing um uh, new technology with the the global screening that they had to try right. to create their own environment which was really cool and which yeah. uh gave uh, the actors a little more hey yeah, there's really there's, here, and there's yeah. studios that are that are seeing this and they've purchased the system, yes. you know, to to put into their to their own studios. Mm-hmm. So you know, all, all these studios are looking at this like, man, this is a really great way to uh, uh, create uh, an environment without you know having to you know ship an entire movie set out How to the Sahara Desert or something like that. How much money did save right there? Look at uh, Peter Jackson with doing the Lord of the Rings. And moving the whole, changing the whole country up. It was awesome, though. I think half of uh, New Zealand's economy <laughs> has to thank oh, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> they they said it totally it totally changed the whole dynamics of that country. It's like that's good, and uh, put a lot of people to work. But you know what? It's sometimes too in times like we are now, being smart with your money. You know, yeah. that's a Robert Rodriguez thing, right? Just made, do yeah. things on a budget and with your head and a good. And like I said, I think it's a sweet spot of so many elements come together, right? Mm-hmm. And it brought the. The the like Star Wars fans who got disgruntled, they're like, uh, back, you know. What I mean, I'm, I really like this because they seem to really pull in. It's like connecting all the pieces, right? Where did you yeah. get that armor? This armor has been in my family for three generations. You do not cover your face. You are not Mandalorian. He's one of them. Dink Ferrick. One of what? I don't. I don't know what the the good excuse is for the new the newer trilogy, um, as far as why it wasn't as big of a success as what Mandalorian has uh, mm. has reached. Sure. Um, I think it was kind of uh, transitional. I think. Well, too. I think it, the inconsistency of having J.J. Abrams' vision and then uh, getting another director in there. Perfect. You know it yeah. it. It worked for the for the original trilogy with um, you know switching directors and Empire Strikes mm-hmm. Back, but um, but you know, George I, I, is still there though. He yes, still, he was, and yeah. and I think uh, you know Abrams just kind of let uh, Rain Johnson kind of do his own right. thing, and you know who knows if you know if Rain Johnson kind of would have handled the entire trilogy, you right. know it. it Maybe it would have been a little better, or right. if you know Abrams just kind of you know mm. did all three movies, and yeah. you know it would have been better on you know at a different aspect of sure. it. But um, yeah, I think uh, I think character development kind of lacked. Yeah. Um, there was uh, a lot of missed opportunities that mm. you know you uh, you know you watch you rewatch the series. You know, there's there's certain aspects that they probably could have um, kind of brought in and expand the sure. storyline a little sure. better and just. You got to know what to keep consistent, and then what is the word fidelity? Keep the same flavor all the way through. That's like any company, right? Mm-hmm. Got to keep the same because all of a sudden they threw a some kind of marvelous thing in there, marvelesque thing. He'd be like, that doesn't fit in that universe. It's got to fit within mm-hmm. that universe, whatever. And think about this: Why did Marvel do so well? Because they had Stan Lee. So it's gonna be interesting now. Hopefully, he's had enough tutor tutoring people where they go, okay, I got the whole, I can see the bigger picture, and then it fits within that picture. Right? Yeah. It doesn't come out from left field somewhere. You are a disgrace to your armor. The Sama belong to my father. Don't you mean your donor? The the Mandalorian, you know, it being a uh, a long running series or yeah. I don't know how long that series is gonna run, but it has kind of that open uh, uh, that open ending of well we can take our time with the development yes. of a character and a storyline. Whereas, you know, you have a trilogy. I was like, okay, well I got to develop this character and make you In three hours. Yeah. Make you, you know, <laughs> follow less. the character, uh, know it's past and know where it's coming from. Yeah. Um, you know, within the span of, you know, just that movie and mm-hmm. you have, you know, two other movies to do that, which time, you know, time is the key here. They have more time to expand and develop, mm-hmm. you know, and experiment yeah. just a little time. Right, so I think I think you're right on track. And what's great is connecting to what's already come before, because it's a big universe, right? And mm-hmm. you can't expand, but as long as you have something, people can go, 
oh, hey, that connects to this or whatever, right? It's not totally like, you know, some, they drop in some crazy race that didn't fit. Yeah, you know, they're... Which they want. Yeah, to. with the... The great thing about Star Wars is that you know you have this this whole back you know back catalog yes. of material that you can use, right? And Jawas and, and sand people, you, and, you know, it's you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like going into a restaurant that has you know six pages of menu items, oh, yes. and you know it, there's just a lot to choose from, right. but it kind of you know I don't know it kind of depletes the experience of well you know having something that's specialty, yes. yeah, specialty. You're known for these things, you right. know. Yep. You know, if if you have a restaurant that has you know Chinese, Italian, American, it's like, well, pick something you're good at. It's an international house of yeah. everything so, else. <laughs> so I think the whole nostalgia of Mandalorian just kind of sticking to yes. you know the uh, kind of the timeline that mm-hmm. that we're in, that we're uh, familiar with right. with you know just after Endor and right five and, years and, the, about, and right. yeah and the style of it and yes. and the, aftermath. Uh, yes, the aftermath. I, what I love too is that it's because okay. A lot of things converge, right? Um, we learn about the sand people culture even more. And you're mm-hmm. in all these things and all these things that they had alluded to about them marching in a straight line and doing all these things. They got to show you that, mm-hmm. right? And 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 the, and, the, and the wonderful, like their whole, what their world is like and what they're up against, their nemesis, the Kray Dragon, right? Yeah. And then, uh, of course, the Jawas in there and Boba Fett. So we're throwing everything in like Tatooine has got a lot of, a lot of things happening and it's very familiar, right? Of course, yeah. very dry, and we hate the sand, thank you, Anakin. But the thing is, um, the thing is, it's it, what's great is you have a familiar place to start with, but then you go, hey, let me tell you a little bit about this and a little bit about that, and why Boba Fett is not walking around his armor. It's like, well, I want to know that. Wait a minute, last time. So it answers a lot of things, and it's <laughs> and it's and it's just enough information. Yes. It's not too much information oh, to perfect. Where- you know, we're having, you know, two episodes of, you know, why Boba Fett has a weird shin guard, that kind of deal. Yes. You know, it's just, so I do en- want to know. Yeah, yeah, it's just <laughs> enough information missiles. to where, you know, like, oh, you know, it, it's kind of a, you know, just another aspect of a character that I already love. Right. Oh, that's, you know what? That's what it is. You already go, because they said Boba Fett was a very fearsome warrior. It's like, well, let's show you what this guy can do. It's like, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, now I know why he were. That's why he's got this on his knee, and that's why he's got that. And, oh, that explains what he's carrying this, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. And why his – he doesn't look like he's in the best shape. Has he got a little – you know, that's the whole thing about the how he got out of the Sarlacc pit, right? Right. Which I really think that – and we're going to get stuck on this first episode, but I th- we, we'll move forward. We really want – but there's a lot of things here, right? But but the whole Mandalorian thing got explained, how Boba Fett fits into that. Um, uh, my theory is, if this is a good spot or not, I think what happened, that crate Dragon – this is, I think, they're going to explain because we know something else is coming after this. I think the crate dragon ate because it was in a sarlacc pit, right? I think it ate the sarlacc pit that was in that. That it's like the it, it ate Boba Fett and the crate dragon ate it, and somehow in the whole process he got out. I'm have, yeah, because yeah. what? Because um, that's what they, part, yeah part of the diet of the crate dragon is a yeah, sarlacc. Sarlacc, yeah, yeah. Succulent Sarlacc, you know. Yeah, and then we learned that you know the uh, spit him out. Yeah, the uh, the Beskar steel. Yes, is, um, it goes against the uh, yes. Uh, what is it? The digestion the acid. acid. Yeah. Yeah. So amazing. Oh, and then of course it has acidy stuff, and this has acidy stuff, and there you go. So you know he was the. Uh, <laughs> The thing that was undigestible, right? So the Pepto Bismol to the uh, the Sarlacc. So there you go. Yeah. So I think you know, kind of continuing on. I think the season two. Yes. Uh, you know, really kept with the uh, kind of the you know the flow of what made um, season one uh, right. really enjoyable. Yeah. Ha- having that having that type of you know those characters and information and yeah. kind of the hit hitting hitting the no- uh, nostalgia points. You know, right. You know, just right. You know, made season two. You know, oh. it just even better than season one, which was that's what you're supposed to do. And, yeah, and it, and we knew it was going to be a hard task because um, you know season one just you know ended on a you yeah. know a high note, a wow note, yes. And even season two even you know exceeded that, right? Uh, you know, with uh, with Anakin or with uh, Luke coming in at the end. Uh, you know what? It's it's, it's I, I'm watching it's so funny. I'm looking. You know, this might be a little longer than they planned because there's a lot of characters in there. A lot of things happened and. I mean, talking about 
obviously baby baby Yoda, which we know now. Oh, wait a minute. His Grogu. Grogu, yeah. Yes. He is uh needing to be rescued, mm-hmm. as far as you know, right? Wait, did that happen last court? That, has he been rescued? No, he's I'm confused. Uh, confront, can, did so, he, so he got kidnapped in season one. Season, uh, so, se- season two, sorry. So we had the Dark Troopers. Yeah. And the Dark Troopers had kidnapped Grogu. Oh, yeah, we're not there yet. That's right. So this is going to happen. Yeah, so they, they snag. Oh, we're jumping all over the place, but that's okay. Um, yeah, so he's a hot commodity, mm-hmm. right? Baby Yoda Grogu. Grogu. Hmm? Right? Here he says Grogu. Uh, is a hot commodity. And what I love, too, is their relationship is really growing. You can mm-hmm. tell that. Like, And I have, he's, had, he's putting them to work. <laughs> he's get to work fix this you know so he, he's he's still he's still the hot commodity because you know in in season one where um um you know where you first got the tracker and got the task of yes. uh, of finding yes. of finding groku or uh, grogu and then when um you know dirt uh, all through half of season one he was encountering different bo- uh bounty hunters right because you know they tasked this you know this uh, search uh, search yeah, job of of all the other you know every single bounty hunter that they that they could find right so he still has mm. that target on his head as well too yeah right and 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 what's funny is um the how how they bring in they yeah, they really introduce a lot of different things with characters um I'm just kind of jump through some of this but you find out he's a not a, he's sitting back there he's not a little perfect guy he's a, he he's very curious he gets himself in trouble he's got some fear going on. He's got a lot of these little battles and issues, so he's not a, a perfect little Yoda of his, mm-hmm. you know, ever who who we're thinking with the rumor going on that possibly he is Yoda's son. We don't know, right? That's out there too. Um, yeah, I guess that's still, uh, still out there. Still but, out there, yeah, too. just because of the look and everything in the yeah. same species. And the thing is, um, he uh, so he's everyone's got their journey here, pretty much, right? But Mando, his thing is, I got to get him, you know, get him to where he can get some help. Mm-hmm. And get some tra- and holy cow, my brain is like firing because I'm realizing, holy cow, who do we look? Everyone seemed to be popping this episode, right? Because uh, the trail, it's like, um, they said, you know, I need to find more Mandalorians to find out, you know, how to get help, how to find a Jedi, right? Mm-hmm. So finding Mandalorians got him to meet, um, well, first of all, find, connect with Boba Fett. So you find out about him. There's the armor, right? And then... And then we find out that whole story is opens up, right? Boba right. Fett is revealed. Then we meet, uh, we meet, um, uh, my God, my brain has gone. Oh gosh, Bo-Katan, mm-hmm. right? And we find out now we get, there's so much little things they reveal. Like they take off their helmet. He freaks out and realize, oh, you know, you're a, you're a youngling, right? Mm-hmm. There's, they, we find out there's a whole different, there's a bunch of sex of the, uh, sex, S E C T S of the Mandalorian sectors, sex right? That they some some are very vigilant, which is his group, the Watch, I think they call them, mm-hmm. and then others are the Mandalorians that we saw in. So they kind of help clear up that mess right away. That could have been right. How come in Clone Wars they took off their clone masks all the time? Because you know, it was different groups, right? You know, and you know, in in real life situations, uh, you know, kind of tying this into kind of you know everyday life, you know. You know, us in our in our Christian walk, you know, we we always learn that there's, you know, kind of different levels of of Christians, sure. you know, and True, and yeah, yeah and and just like the Mandalorians, you know, they're all kind of you know with the same goal of, you know, a family and and unity and, right. and supporting other, right. others. But then there's these little differences that de- that divide sure. them, right? And should they divide them because they're still Mandalorians? And and they really focus on those on those divisions too, right? right. You know where. Um, where Mando's, uh, you know, se- uh, sector has, you know, kind of the old traditions and, uh, you know, trying to upkeep of what they think is important. Yes. And then you have, Good uh, and then you have, uh, the, uh, you know, the other ones that, you know, think that, well, you know, we can still keep with the, you know, with the same, yeah. you know, priorities and, and interest of, you know, the original, you right. know, Mandalore the Great, but there's just certain things that just aren't important to us or are, we don't think is necessary. I want my armor. It belongs to me. I'm a simple man making his way through the galaxy, like my father before me. Did you take the creed? I give my allegiance to no one. The armor was my father's. Now it's mine. So, so the whole, you know, the reveal of taking off your helmets, I mean, it doesn't take away from the fact that, no. uh, you know, it doesn't make them less, no. you know, and the other sector, it doesn't make them more 
you know, yeah. more of a Mandalorian than the other ones. I wonder too. I wonder too if um, the reason that they that sect did the whole just this is a theory why they kept the helmet on was because a lot of reasons why they're starting new life. They are multiple species, so maybe not everybody would accept the fact that it's a different man. Like it could have been a Gungan, right? He joked about that, right? Maybe he's a Gungan underneath, right? And the thing <laughs> is, um, but the and so there's different level. So who knows? We'll I guess we'll find out. And the other Mandalorians, I think they were. It's very ceremonial. But it's also very practical because they're putting their heads in the battle sometimes. So, and I'm sure these folks don't want you know tear their beautiful faces up, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, who knows? I guess we'll find that out if it's important. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just feel it, it kind of made me think of you know me coming from a Catholic upbringing. Sure. You know, having the more you know tradition. Yeah, the more tradition, the sure. more you know ritualistic you know parts of of uh, Christianity mm-hmm. to where you know moving on to uh, a more um, uh, born again Christian, mm-hmm. uh, you know, style. Right. But then within, you know, the, as you know, you know, within the church, there's, you know, these different groups and different tiers, sure. you know, to where, you know, there's some that, you know, just, you know, go on, you know, on the Sunday and, right. and have the kind of like that medium level. And there's some that, you know, wear the t-shirts, you know, put, oh, sure. put, put the stickers and, mm-hmm. and all this stuff and kind of like the higher grade. Yeah. And then there's some, and then there's one that, you know, has, you know, a strong believing in God and strong right. be- and believe in Christ, right. but is not part of the church culture. Right. So, and, it, and, and, and it's, and it's kind of, you know, that person that, mm. you know, that, that understands God, understands the book. Sure. You know, but, 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 but doesn't, but doesn't get into, you know, like the, like the church life aspect or the fellowship aspect. That's kind of like the Boba Fett, you know, that, that Boba Fett is oh. no, no, no less of a Mandalorian you know, because he just walk a different path, right? Because now. you know he's alone and he has his own path, but he right. ha- but he still has that yeah. you know that that goal, that, the way, the way they found the way. Oh, there he is, perfect. Because you said I'm the way, the truth, yeah, find the right way. Um, yeah. So and, yeah, so you know, you know, Bo-Katan giving you know uh, Boba Fett you know a hard time. You know, it's kind of, you know we you know we you're do a clone. Th- I'm yeah, the last we, one you, we do now. that sometimes too. You know, uh, you know Christians against Christians they're different. Of, of you know like oh you're not a christian because you don't do this this and this like right. i do you know right. that kind of deal no. and it's it's meaningless right you know right and it's more you know it's more connective than we give ourselves credit for because <laughs> god really does connect yeah yeah exactly we're all in the way that's what yeah. you're hoping right and you'll find out eventually too um so we had the frog lady in that same bo-katan yes the whole egg thing which i didn't want to get too far into because i'm like that's that's interest, interesting but you know hey, he's got to eat kids gotta eat right mm-hmm. he's a growing boy we're growing whatever he is right a growing gnome you know they they <laughs> they made the cookies you know they made those egg cookies uh, no. Oh, the blue one? Yeah, remember the blue one that he yes. had in the classroom? Oh, yeah. So they started oh, making yeah, he's those. Sneaky. It was like a macaroon. See, we already know he's sneaky, so we give him a hard time for it. He's but, I'm, like, but I'm waiting, I'm waiting for the egg. Oh, I mean, they should, have, they should have made the egg out of like a big old, you know, like a boba. Yeah, yeah, big old giant boba. So mm-hmm. There you go. You suck him up. See, you and you can, have, you can have a boba drink called the right. Boba Fett. A little... Uh, Rudy, work on that. Disney, one. if you're listening, give me a call. <laughs> you know they listen. I will. I will help you. Right. I will help you with this marketing. The Boba Fett. Yeah. There you go. Um. So, oh gosh, this is. Uh, I as I as you begin to open this up, you realize what the heck. A lot happened in this season because they led them to. Well, did we get to the? Uh, okay, I'm trying to think when we. Um, okay, so. He has issues. We crash. Oh my gosh! There's a so, bunch of stuff. Crazy. So, happening. so the connection with uh, <laughs> Bo-Katan, Bo-Katan knew where she, where he could find a Jedi. Yes, yes. And then that's where that's where we get to the uh, Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka Tano. And then she battles. There's a whole warlord thing going on. Yeah. And that leads to well, you see obviously Ahsoka Tano, and you see her take on the uh, she was um I don't have her name on her, but basically the she was a warlord. Mm-hmm. But she had that uh, Beskar staff, yes, which he bested him for, bested her for, and there you go. So a lot, a lot of elements come in there. Beskar and Beskar and Jedi stuff seem to go head and head. They're very a lightsaber and Beskar. They're like basically it's the vibranium, vibranium. Yeah. Of, of the so Star now Wars we know that, that there's there's opponents, mm-hmm. right? And do these opponents stay opponents? Do they work together? That's a whole little thing too. So yeah, I knew with the. Uh... With Dave Filoni kind of handling the series, that he was going to bring his uh, his Clone Wars yes. uh, characters into yeah. it because did a great you know, job, yeah, because uh, yeah. the the series did a really good job, added great characters. Yes. So, 
and it's oh my gosh i'm i'm yes and, and i think that was that was the the biggest hook of season two before yes. season two came out mm-hmm. was that it was going to have Ahsoka as yep. soon as soon as they the dark saber all kinds of stuff yeah and yeah. as soon as they cast it you know the fans wanted the casting you know they they would you know uh, create uh, you know photos of Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka yes. Tano and said hey Disney make this happen this is the perfect actor this is the perfect uh, uh, likeness of Ahsoka. Is he speaking? In a way. Grogu and I can feel each other's thoughts. Grogu? Yes. That's his name. And Disney, I mean, they, you know, they listened and, and, yeah. uh, and they saw that, you know, and it was a really good pick. Yeah. And Rosario did a really good job. She as did Ahsoka. a great job. Yep. And I we just warmed up with her. I'm guarantee you, you know, things are going to branch off here too. Yeah, they um, they did really great in details as far as you know her, um, um, her like hair, her oh yes, her braid, right, and uh, her fight style yep. is really similar to yep. uh, to what we saw in uh, maybe we'll in see Rebels and some crazy in, in Clone Wars. <laughs> yeah, right. Did a really good job on the on the design of the uh, of the lightsaber. So right. yeah, oh yeah, I think they did they they did really well with her and and uh, now they have the Ahsoka series. So yeah. I think that'll be just as big Coming of out. a success. And we're gonna jump a little bit here, but yeah, and you know what? So we're seeing a lot of things coming in. Like you said, the uh, we do know that they're after Baby Yoda's DNA. I just want a little bit of DNA, and to put into those dark uh, mm-hmm. into the um, we have the dark troopers. So I, I thought. So, so they, I, they tested it on the humans first, didn't right? Quite, yes, so didn't quite yet. So it didn't work out. No. So now they know they're trying to up it. I, you know what? I funny. I was thinking about stuff because I was watching it going, are they are they mixing like DNA of because they got, oh, a, a Vader and bump I, they took all these crazy things. But no, they're actually after her, his DNA. So mm-hmm. a lot of things, a lot of questions like, what are they actually building? Because they look like Vader's what they look like, right? Yeah. But they're it's crazy. So yeah, it, it's kind of like the uh, um, the special ops troopers from Rogue One that they yes, had. Yeah. But then they, you know, you, they always go back to the, you, you know, the, you know, the the Empire and um, and what was the um, what was the Empire called in the in the new trilogy? The oh, the the first um, the first order. order yeah, sorry. So they're you know they're trying to figure out what works best for their army. So yeah. you know it starts off with the, um, um, you know the the robots, the Roger Rogers. Oh yeah, I yeah, yeah. love those. Guys. So so they go that <laughs> to the clones, That's and then they though. and then they find they try to figure out that oh, uh, once they became stormtroopers, we're going to go into yeah. you know trained volunteers. Yes. And then there's that argument uh, with the first order of oh we should go back to clones right you like know? ah and so, and now with now with the dark troopers we're going back to and I'm and they're actually pretty scary again. so they did a good job of like you know making them pretty 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 badass right oh yeah they had their own theme song it was like this <laughs> yeah. you know this yeah. techno uh, yes. techno kind of you oh know, my beat. gosh yes <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and so you know hey let's 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 move toward. The the whole thing. So now we know she said Ahsoka, and she found out his name's Grogu. They sat mm-hmm. in silence for a long time. They're, and they're reading their minds. Reading minds, and then she said Grogu. And so you know he does, that is his name. She sensed a lot of fear in him. A lot of things going on. Mm-hmm. But she says I I can't train him. But if you take him to this planet, you know it's a it's a convergence, a place where it's a temple that and, and he has the you know the, he's holding the trauma of. Order sixty six. So he was part of Order sixty. Right. He was. He Which was. Sure he was there. Show. He was there with uh, during Order sixty six. Yep. He was probably hiding out. Yeah. Probably scared to death, you know. Yeah. And someone rescued him at some point. So they didn't. R two. Get... Oh, you think? Oh. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh. R two's always. R two's been the consistent throughout the entire. You know, Star Wars, and he's a lot more sentient than we give him credit for. Yeah, and then R two was with Anakin during Order sixty six because R two was on Anakin's ship when he went to Mustafar, right? And then when, um, uh, and he was there. Oh, I think when he, 
Oh yeah, yeah. yeah he was sitting. Yeah, he was sitting on the on the ship as you know he went into uh, into the Jedi Council. And I oh, and I, I bet you, I bet you, you know what though, I bet you they're gonna show that that R two might have saved a lot more people than we give him credit for. Mm-hmm. He might have been just behind him going, quick hiding here. <laughs> he yeah. could have done it. Open up doors and put him in there. I bet you that's what he did for Grogu. Yeah, you know, and he's a real hero because everyone loves R two. Yeah, you know? it's kind of one of those things where you know um, what, when we learn of. In Rebels and Clone Wars, that Darth Maul has a bigger role, uh-huh. has a bigger role, you know, in the whole storyline uh, than, than we I thought really it was. Got to and love I think, his character too. I think we know that with R two, but I think they they yeah. they could probably you know make a pretty good you know sto- uh, believable story arc uh-huh. that that yeah you know he's you know he's been the backbone this entire time and you know no right. one no one really you know paid any attention to it and he used C three PO as a foil. You never yeah. know. It's like <laughs> it's like. You know, act act like the dork. We're mm-hmm. gonna do some stuff behind the scenes here, so I could see him doing that. It's yeah. awesome. So, um, they, so they get the dark saber. They rescue Grogu. Uh, Grogu. Oh well, well, we're not. We, have, we haven't got the battle yet where they stole him yet, right? So basically, oh, he, yes. he was on the planet, and uh, he. So all these things converged. Mm-hmm. Slave One shows up. We're like, oh, oh yeah, Slave One, and um, Boba Fett and his accomplice, which I, if you remember his name, her name, I can't think of the top of her head, but uh, uh, Finnick. Finnick, right? Who I think we now we know he rescued her in the desert, so that she didn't die, mm-hmm. and so they're coming at coming at uh, coming at him, and Grogu has gone to the top of the temple. He's, that episode was called the tragedy. The and tragedy, right, rightfully so. Yes, and he's basically surrounded by the force and this force field, whatever. So kind of safe, I guess. So Boba Fett and and Finnick are coming to get him, and at the same time, dropships coming with mm-hmm. the dark troopers. So all this stuff's conversion went to, oh, actually they sent stormtroopers first. That was a pretty good battle because you got to see everybody in action, Boba Fett, everybody, mm-hmm. and his his knee missile and all kinds of stuff. Crazy, crazy stuff. Uh, it, and, it, it was nice to see a little kind of allegiance with uh, Boba Fett or or just um, his yeah. his morality of, you know, I hey, you know, we told you that, you know, we were, we were going to help you, yes. you know, rescue the child, right. and that's what we're going to do till the end. Mm-hmm. So... You know, and he swiped the armor out of the razor crest because I'm glad he did. Because what happened? That was sad. That's a great shit. Better get to your ship. Yeah. It got. Te- it got. Toasted. Oh, it got. De- yeah. It's gone. <laughs> And the only thing left was the spear, right? The best, but he saved something from it. Yeah, and Boba Fett got his armor. You, you know what? When you, when you look back and you look at the name of the episode, you know the tragedy. Yes. Um, I don't know what was more tragic with the, oh, the kidnapping yes, or the or, ship. or the uh, you know the death of the ship. Because you know, you know you we, and I get ships. Other guys don't get them. Like you know, we well, love our ships. Yeah, the, the, there's ship. always the conversation of, uh, of yeah, the Millennium Falcon being its own yes, character, the Enterprise. Yes, and, exactly. Yeah, and I think that's what uh, that's what that was. You know, there was an emotional tie, and we saw it with, uh, you know, the uh, the reaction after you know it, it exploded. That oh, yeah. you know, there was more to that ship too. Uh, to yes. Mando than you know anybody else would home. understand. Yeah, it's his home. And I think it'd be the same thing too if you know they destroyed Slave One and Boba Fett's oh. like, yeah. Oh, I yeah. think he would have been devastated as well too. Yeah. Which, by the way, we got to see Slave One in a lot of the ways. Interior. And, oh gosh, it's it's on a um, gyroscope. It's really cool how it's set up too. Mm-hmm. They're just sitting there and things like, what the heck? Well, you look at these toys <laughs> and you, you try to figure out how they, you know, how how would it work and how to rotate and. Yeah, you know, we always talked about uh, you know the rotational axis of uh, yeah. axis of uh, uh, the Millennium Falcon and yes, how that works. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we drive our other compared to it's crazy. Like, hey, it's interesting. It's some some nice dynamics here. That leads us up. So basically, the Dark Troopers came. Uh, by the way, we know that uh, Grogu doesn't know how to control. He took a lot of energy, so it wipes him out. Mm-hmm. So Force feels down. Dark Troopers take him. They try to they try to save him. But they take off, and Boba Fett even, like you said, he says, I'm committed to help you fight. And just so you know, he, they cleared up a lot of stuff. He goes, he had the armor on. He says, I'm going to show you something. Vroop, there's a hologram that says, my father mm-hmm. was a, this is not stolen he armor. He pulled out his driver's license. He pulled out his driver's <laughs> license. That answers so many questions that fans had in like, in two lines of dialogue, right? Yep. 
he he is it's stuff like that that you know makes mm-hmm. the show more enjoyable it's just that yes. you know that little blip that kind of kind of answers I own it yeah just answers just years and years of you yeah. know you know of questions and theories and yeah. all that and right yeah it's over it's and and it's and it's begun too and what's neat is uh, on the next episode he cleans out that armor looks pretty darn good right mm-hmm. and then they're they have they're gonna find a way to get baby grow and grogu back and they go to an imperial base this is really interesting you get to see a lot of the this is the line that i think you brought up about the empire and how they said you know we're gonna um they're gonna miss us when you know we're gone or whatever and, and they want the empire and, and how people would rather have control than peace or something like that i think that's the line uh and we get to, of course, meet up with, um, oh my gosh, hold on, his name, Mayfield. Mayfield, yeah. Great. What a, you know what? And this, this is the thing about it. These characters are not plastic. They really go into Mayfield was an imperial officer, mm-hmm. and so they're using his, because everyone else is recognizable. But they have to go on the base and get munitions, right? Yeah, they they use they use his knowledge of of how yeah. imperial Break base him out of the works. Prison. And, yeah. yeah. Well, no, they don't bring him out. They get permission from Cara Dune, who is now a marshal and mm-hmm. a part of the Rebel, Re- Mar- uh, Re- uh, uh, Republic Marshal. Yes, yeah. right. So that's all formative. too. That's another show coming up, too. But the thing is, uh, so here's what's great, is that Mando can't wear a suit, but he's wearing a Stormtrooper thing, and he's saying, taking off the helmet. That's a big thing that happens with it, because when they have to go into the base, uh, they can't. He is the one that has to go. It's an an eye scanner, face facial recognition, it's a right? Facial scanner, yeah. Has to take his mask off, mm-hmm. and it stays off for a little while, which makes him and Mayfield kind of bond a little bit too. Yeah, and you can see that he has that anxiety of you know when he takes off his helmet that yeah, yeah. you're looking at me, uh-huh. I'm naked, pretty it, much. It, yeah, it exposes him. Ex- yeah, exposes him. You know, and and you know a lot more ways than just oh showing my face. My TK number is. I'm afraid you're gonna have to speak up to him a little bit. What's your name, officer? Uh, we just call him Brown Eyes. Yeah. Big step for him, and just there, how they bond with that, how they deal with the Imperials. That Imperial officer was evil, yeah. and his whole thing. There's, in fact, I think I saved that line somewhere. I should put it in there. But uh, wow, just the whole depth of these guys. It's just, uh, I have a uh, a lot of appreciation for the uh, character arc, the storyline. Uh, that they gave Mayfield. Oh gosh! And that what they Second did, chances. what they did in in two episodes with Mayfield, what they couldn't do with um, with Finn in three movies. Oh, you know they they and and, and we talk true. about uh, yep. missed opportunities mm-hmm. to where you know Finn's a you know an ex stormtrooper and right. and you know could have this you know really you know deep character plot and storyline. Yes. Uh, uh, you know all all the possibilities in the world. Yeah. And they they didn't use them to uh, to you know the full extent of what of what they could have done. Right. Yes. But then they get this character of Mayfield, and you know you just have the dialogue between the Imperial officer and and, and Mayfield. You understand his pain, his hurt, what he's been through. Yeah. This you know post traumatic stress that Mayfield's carrying. Oh sure. You know that. Um, you know this this bur- this burden him. that he's carrying yes. is because of the guy that's sitting in front of him, and it was it was just a real. Uh, you felt it within that those two yes. minutes of dialogue. Oh, that tension! You're like, yeah. cut that sucker with a knife, yeah, with a lightsaber, or a best card. Didn't have that with Finn. No, right? Yeah. Can hey, so learn something for next time. Oh, if he's even come back, I don't know if Finn's come back or not. Right? Who knows? No, no, that's done. They're done with that. Yeah, they're done. They're with moving it. forward. And this moves us into the rescue. <laughs> yes. I don't think that's the name of the episode, but um, what a what a what a what a episode! Holy cow! What how they set it all up? Don't tell us who it is. But I already they, did. You said who's popped up? Oh, Luke. Yeah. Oh man, we got. Okay. Remember, we're, we we weren't gonna do <laughs> we weren't gonna do an episode by episode thing, but we ended up doing it anyways. I know. So I I said Luke a long time ago. Okay, you did. Wow. But but the thing is, how they set that up was so awesome, and I heard. That the actress who played Bo-Katan, they didn't tell her. Right. So they want her to really have that shock, whatever, I've seen him. But how they set that up was the the dark troopers, yeah, they the whole thing, they got on the ship, they figured out how to get those dark troopers out, but then they're coming mm-hmm. to tear him up. And, and, and Mando got up against one and almost destroyed him. And there's mm-hmm. how many of them, right? And so they're on board and they're trapped pretty much. They're coming after him. He's bested. Moff Gideon for the dark saber, so that's a whole nother thing right there. Yep. 
<laughs> we there's a whole nother storyline coming up just with the dark saber. Oh yeah, absolutely. And they'll yeah. and they'll do it too with They will uh, do that. Yeah. How you in, take, in the next series. Bo Katan will take it, or maybe he's gonna stand up, maybe he's gonna be the next ruler. That'd be a trip. And she supports him. You don't know. We don't yeah. know. That would be totally out of but then uh what's great is uh they're 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 locked in, the troopers are coming after him, they're pretty much trapped and they're ready to die. And then you see the X-Wing. Oh, good. One mm-hmm. X-Wing. And what I love about that is how they reveal is it's the, they're watching a mantra. It's in black and white. The hood is in such a way. It's big. Did you did you know immediately when the X-Wing came by? Okay. Okay. Well, here's yes and no. But I thought for a second going, yeah, no. Who else would have an X-Wing? Okay. We don't know what Ahsoka is flying, right? Yeah. I'm just saying this. But the way they have it set up, it's big. So it looks like it could have contained her uh, her mm-hmm. head. And then there was a white lightsaber, which is what she has, right? Because it's black and white. Black and white screen, yeah. So black and white screen, which I knew they totally got us. And then mm-hmm. it, then when it turned to color, it was green. Green lightsaber, wait a minute. And it's a brown, a black robe. And then the gloved hand. Yeah. And he's just I, kicking. I think, yeah, but once they did the... the... A Jedi. <laughs> Yeah, but, once they did the the saber reveal and you could see the glove hand, you you knew what it was going to be. And that you, was and, awesome. And you had this uh, similarity where you know he's in the hallway just taking down the dark troopers, where you, you have uh, you know you have Darth Vader taking down rebel troopers in oh, yeah. uh, Rogue he, One, kind of kind of the same style. Yes, you know, just kind of going back and forth. Yeah, and, right. And it's in the blood. The, mm-hmm. It's in the blood. The midichlorians. Don't say that word. <laughs> Yeah. And yeah, he tore him up, man. And and that's another aspect that, you know, the um you know, even with the with the new trilogy that we never we never really got Luke in his prime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And 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 I think that was the big thing with the prequels that you see a Jedi in his prime. So you understand what what the abilities of a and Jedi can be. He does use the dark side. How how so? Well, the the grip the the grip, right? Or is that do all Jedi's use the whole Grab and crunch grip kind of oh, thing. Oh yeah, that's just the Jedi. Yeah. Oh okay, just yeah, checking. That's, that's, I didn't it's know. just a force move. Okay, you know, really the biggest thing um, with um, uh, with using with using uh, the dark side is the lightning. Oh okay, gotcha. Which he doesn't have. Yeah, he got inside. <laughs> He's gonna, <laughs> I used to get the scars from that. Um, but the great thing was, and 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 was all the nonverbals from every character was so stinking awesome. Baby Grogu, uh, Grogu is watching the screen the whole time. He knows exactly who this is. Mm-hmm. He's putting his hand on the screen, and they're all just, what's coming? So I'm saying there's communication between there's Grogu so and Luke. There's so much going on. Well, yeah, yeah they're, they're, but you know what? They they spoke. The look between them, you know, that, that spoke volumes. Like, I didn't know if he knew that Yoda had a kid. Who knows? We don't know. We have no idea, right? A lot of unspoken things here. But he knows. When he looked at him, of course, he's cute, too, but he's just like, mm-hmm. It's got to be. Yeah, I think they had full you know, circle the, here. Yeah, the same, um, the same dialogue as what they had with Ahsoka yes, and Grogu, where they're they're talking, they're to, talking each to each other. Yes, yeah. But yeah. the great thing is, I don't think there's a whole lot of guessing. There's a guessing going on with us and everybody else outside of those two. Oh yeah, we are not inside their minds. Yeah. But the thing is, um, you know, is the Jedi can destroy you? No. But the great, wonderful scene, wonderful scene is when the ba- the Grogu's touching his helmet. He takes his helmet out, lets him touch his, mm-hmm. and everybody, and just Luke's the a second. Jerker. Yeah, he says, "I can tell you have just a wonderful bond because he's like his dad." Yeah, he's like his dad, and he and he just uh, that tells you the uh, it's just heart, it's very heartfelt, very a uh, lot of stuff, it, and broken your heart too. It, be, you know. it, be, it became it, it went from a mission to something that he was doing out of love. Yes. He became for a mission to be in a missionary. <laughs> yeah. There you go with real heart and and giving away, you know, and knowing he can only do so much. Mm-hmm. And you know, of course, a lot of questions go, huh? He's in Luke's academy. How long was Luke's academy for? Luke's academy didn't go great because he had <laughs> Kylo. So you're going, what happened to Grogu? I hope they hit him from that one too. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think it'll I think it'll go the same way as when Ahsoka tried to uh, kind of test and train Grogu a little bit. Is that you know he's 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 gonna want Din Djarin, you know, either by his side or kind of close because of that relationship, and that's why he's like, I. It's gonna come back. He'll yeah, be back. I'll train him. I can train him, but you know, he he doesn't want me. He wants you. That oh, kind of deal. He's probably got just enough to. Because I because I think it, it would be um, such a disservice of of having um, Grogu 
end at the hands of Kylo Ren. Oh yeah, no, because it'd make people it wouldn't happen. It'd, it'd, it'd make people hate the the new trilogy even more. <laughs> but you know what? Okay, it's sort of like this moment. Okay, it's funny that um, there are moments that you wonder about, but they stick with you. And I'll give you a good example. Yeah, we're tied up. But um, Toy Story three, when they're all going, to, oh my gosh, it still gets me thinking about it. Um, they're all they they've they've done the last last trick and they're all going down into the dump into mm-hmm. the fire the fire furnace and they and they're trying to escape and they just nod and go no this is it and they oh man it really gets me but they hold hands they're ready they're ready to go down together wait this is, you're talking about toy, toy story toy story yeah 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 okay. and what a powerful it's a very like it's very like what the, the power of friendship the thing is see what's about it is even though they did get saved. Mm-hmm. You still have that moment. I think we forget about that. You still have moments. And so right now we have the moment of, wait, what could happen to him? Mm-hmm. That's enough to, it sticks with you. It's kind of like a, you know, something sticks with you. And it's it's a layer of storytelling mm-hmm. that, that you can build on. And you go, you're going to find out, yeah, it did happen or it didn't happen. But you can still go back and visit that moment and go, wow. And just like take it in and go, and there's a lot, there's a lot there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, yeah, it's 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 a great it's a great character development for yes. him. To, you know, and you can, you know, as a storyteller, you know, you could do a lot with that. You know, in writing right. for a character. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's good stuff. Uh, so going on to you know, so you have the Ahsoka series that's coming out mm-hmm. that's going to deal with her, right? And then um, the book of Boba Fett. You have the book of Boba Fett, which I I think it's it sounds like um, since it's going to be released, the so state of the end, folks. There's a there's a um, yeah, after credits. Yeah, stuff. there's after credit thing. So the book of Boba Fett, um, it's supposed, to, it's scheduled to be released. Um, Bib Fortuna is Dece- not December, in it. Too, no. December of this year. <laughs> yeah, Bib Fortuna is. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, he's rancor meat. Anyways. Uh, so, so it's uh, they're keeping with the schedule of what Mandalorian season three would be. So, yes. is the book of Boba Fett going to be Mandalorian season three? I don't think so. I think they're going to, um, though it's funny that's all taking place in Tatooine-ish, right? I think it's going to, I think they're going to, maybe they'll have some crossover. Because the series is called The Mandalorian. Yeah. Not necessarily Din Djarin. So you you could you could create oh, the storyline of okay season three is going to be about Boba Fett oh. season four is going to be about oh, that's Bo-Katan. an interesting idea you know Bo Katan and the Mandalorian and, and, as and, and, plural. Br- and bringing back Mandalore yeah wow that's a really good idea because you think about like Jedi is plural maybe mm-hmm. we never heard Mandalorians oh, I guess they are well you know the, uh, like Return of the Jedi who who's the oh. Jedi is it the Return of Anakin right is it is it um, Luke becoming a Jedi? Yeah, it's multiple things. Yeah, What's that? except the rise of Skywalker, basically, because they both popped out, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. the rise of the name, the I rise mean, of the person. I, I, I think they'll out of kind pit. of keep it with that. You know, you what know, a great I, that's a great idea. Yeah. By the way, this is so funny. I know you can't say it, but I like this format so much better. Yeah. I like this face to face. We when we do normally record we're side like, by side. Yeah, side by side. It's like it's not really great for conversation. So <laughs> a lot of good changes, and this show brought a lot of good changes. So there you go. We love it. So wow. Looking, hey, we did it. Looking forward to season three. Yes, and let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. I think they will, and we let them know. Wonderful stuff. Mm-hmm. So, hey, go check it out if you haven't watched Mandalorian season one and two. And then, oh, I love it. Rudy's cuddling his little back. Good job. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> well, I'm still Gary. Still Rudy. And class is this one. You go on. That's who you belong with. He's one of your kind. I'll see you again. I promise. Just an idea I had for a commercial for my upcoming book, Chronolosity Fistful of Crontons. Okay, explain. Well, my main character, Levy, invents a water-based time machine and is in a race against time to save his family, hence the hot tub. So it's just the hot tub time machine? It's not the hot tub time machine. All right, all right. Hot tub makes sense, I guess. 
uh, what's up with the cereal? Well, when I was writing the book, you guys kept saying crontons sound like a breakfast cereal. <laughs> it does, actually. That's true. So we're eating bowls full of crontons in the hot tub with two <laughs> podcasting Gary nobody can tell we're sitting in a hot tub eating a bowl of cereal all right all right so let's let's dry up and think of a decent commercial for Gary's book right hey uh don't know if you're out there writing a book or have an idea for a book but I'll tell you what one of the things I found out with putting together uh, books I've been working on, of course, my friend John Pepe, uh, that an editor is huge. Uh, it's like having a co-author, actually, someone who really invests in your work and really gets you, uh, ask you those tough questions and really gets your work ready for, well, maybe you're self-publishing or going to a, um, a traditional publisher. Uh, check out By the Hand Editing. Uh, Angie Martin, you've heard her on our show. She's actually one of our hosts now. Has that uh, online, which you can find on Facebook. Great. Uh, re- we've really enjoyed getting to use uh, their service. And I tell you what, um, we're going to keep coming back because they have really, they're great people. They do a great service and it's a great price. So I would encourage you, if you haven't got a chance to uh, check them out, uh, buy the hand editing. That's Angie Martin. And they have some fantastic deals and prices for you that work with you and be able to help you get that book ready for wherever your journey takes you. So thank you so much for checking them out and tell them Neekology sent you. Thanks for listening to Neekology 101. Thanks, everybody. If you like what you hear, hit that subscribe button and stay up to date with what's new in the fandom universe. You can find Neekology 101 on Spotify, YouTube, Podbean, or wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts. We love to hear from our fans, and your input helps make this show possible. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at God Among Geeks, or you can contact us at Neekology101class at gmail.com. We know you have a lot of fandom choices out there, so thanks for including us in your universe. Because we are the knights who still say, Nick! Nick!